welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' fantasy champs? My name's Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? We got a fun show today. And also, at the end of the show, we will be making our final Super Bowl predictions. This show, I can imagine, should only be 15 minutes. (laughs) Plus five minutes for the Super Bowl talk. Uh, But you know how it is. You know how the the chatting goes way too far off the end. Um, But... We got some interesting stuff to talk about. So we'll make Super Bowl predictions at the end of the show. Um, We're going to pull up some of the first real ADP of the year, go through it, talk about it, talk about some of the interesting trends that are in there, um, discuss who the 101 is, um, and just go through each pick and talk about what our thoughts are. Um, Should be real, real interesting. Now, this ADP is likely to uh, change dramatically as we enter into the you know, full off season. And as changes start to happen, coaches start to get finalized. I believe there's still some coach openings. Is there, is that correct? The Cardinals, I know don't have a coach yet. Okay. Um, and I think there's another team that I think there's at least, there's at least one, maybe I feel like we're a couple light. more. I feel like we're light on coaching changes this time around last year. I felt like there was nine or 10. I think, Oh, well then, then we are. We also, I feel like a lot of coaches change it. Coaches have like changed before the Super Bowl, like kind of early. Yeah, but like I said in the past, we have a whole show for that. Um, but we're going to talk about some of the first real ADP, which I'm excited about. Um, before we do that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Listening on a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms. Please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below. Any questions you may have. About this ADP. Um, without further ado, you ready, Rick? You ready to jump into the ADP? Yeah, let's do it. Have you looked at the ADP at all? <laughs> no, I okay. have. Well, I have now. This is wild. Um, Isn't it wild? Um, so the underdog is um, based on the ADP. The ADP is based on underdogs ADP. So yep. they started probably a month ago after the season ended. Ended. Um, running their best ball drafts. They're doing real drafts though for the upcoming 2023 season. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they don't this, do mock these drafts are from real drafts. This, yeah. They don't do mock drafts on underdogs. So this is, this is real drafts that people paid money to get into um, best ball. So it's slightly different approach it is, than yeah. what you would have in redraft. But the ADP is similar in that context because um, you don't just draft random players to draft random players. The ADP yeah, kinda... I know. I know, like the wide receivers are a little bit boosted in underdog than it was on sleeper. Um, and there's some yeah. other things that are a little different, but it gives you a pretty good picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also to give you a picture of this ADP that we're going to talk about, because I know where I, uh, Rick made that last statement. Um, this is half PPR. Yeah. So, um, which is crazy. So. We're gonna hop into that ADP now, and then we'll we'll do our Super Bowl predictions. But um, very interesting, very very interesting. Now, I some of this I think could be the fact that the people who do the underdog drafts right now are us, the 
crazy fantasy yeah. football people who mock draft in, in the beginning of February preparing for the 2023 fantasy football season. It starts in September. Um, was that seven months away? Yeah. So, um, so like these are people that, that are hardcore guys and probably um, drafting the way they would normally, which would change the ADP a lot. Um, so we can talk about what we think is going to change, but um, I'll bring up the first 12 picks here and say what they are. And then we can talk about uh, what the first round kind of looks like based on the ADP from underdog. So 101, Justin Jefferson, 102, Jamar Chase. Um, hold on a second. Yeah, that works. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 103. 104 is Cooper Cup. 105 is Travis Kelsey. 16 is Austin Eckler. Tyreek Hill comes in at 17. Stefan Diggs at 18. Devontae Adams at 19. Jonathan Taylor at 110. AJ Brown at 111. And CD Lambskis at 112. So, first thing right off the bat, three running backs in the first round? <laughs> yep. Three running backs. That's wild. Now, um, uh, do you think that is a trend that will continue? Um, into this upcoming year because even I have softened on, softened on the wide receiver position a little bit, and with the way the wide receiver position has been killing it in half PPR and PPR leagues, um, I could see a trend or a shift towards more than three or four wide receivers going in the first round to somewhere around like five, six wide receivers going off in the first round. In PPR leagues, that should probably be generic, but if you're in a half PPR league, like those guys are there, but you're seeing the wide receiver position become more and more important, where in the past, I feel like the ball was spread out more, so the bigger wide receivers were harder to get. Um, now there's so many really good wide receivers that it's tempting to take a big, big guy early. Um, is this a trend that you see continuing or, or or is it just going to go right back to everyone drafting running backs? <laughs> no, I do think it is a trend that is going to continue. Mm-hmm. However, comma as I said before, underdog even last year, their their receivers were flying up boards compared to sleeper. Like you would have, like I think Mike Williams is a good example. He was going in like the fifties or sixties on sleeper for yeah. redraft, right? And on underdog, he was like pick twenty eight. Like they just they the receivers are definitely much higher on underdog than they are in sleeper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because it's the best ball format. You want to make sure that you have good receivers. Uh, I I don't know why that is the case, but receivers typically for best ball, at least on underdog, go way higher. So I do though think it is a trend, especially in PPR. Uh, I don't like the days of like. I think when we started, we had first rounds where there was maybe one receiver, sometimes even no receivers. Yeah. It was just a run on running backs to start the draft. I think those days are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the NFL is played now, too, I, I, I don't think that is the case anymore. I think you're going to get at least like th- three to five receivers in the first round yeah. minimum, um, maybe five or six. Uh which I think how many are in the first round for this draft? Is it two, four, five, six, seven? I I think or eight. I think eight is kind of a lot. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think eight is a lot. I, I think five or six though is what you'll probably see. 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, now, what are the currently the ADPs like? Like I said, of these twelve players, you know, Justin Jefferson's at one three right now. Jamar Chase is at two six. Christian McCaffrey solid three. Cooper Cup's four three. Travis Kelsey's five. Austin Eckler six point five. So on and so forth. So like, yeah, you know, when you look at at least the the top twelve here, um, overall it's kind of interesting to see like obviously Justin Jefferson isn't even the consensus one three. Um, yeah. He just happens to be the guy with the highest. Usually you have two or three guys with that same kind of ADP at the top, but um, could you see Justin Jefferson at the top of drafts by the time we, we get to August? Yeah, I think again, it, it's depends on the format. I, I think in redraft, you know, your regular, NFL.com, your ESPN, yeah. your Yahoo, your sleeper, mm-hmm. your regular redraft leagues. I think it's going to be more mixed. I don't know if Jefferson, maybe in one or two formats, Jefferson, one or two platforms, you'll see Jefferson being the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but for underdog, yeah, I think it, he's pretty much a lock at this point. I mean, we got a yeah. lot of offseason to go through, but and I mean, anything can change. But yeah. as we stand today, just forecasting, I would say he's a lock. It's funny because we totally forgot about Jamar Chase um, on our show. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how. Uh, you know, I saw, I'm so mad. I'm so mad that he's the wide receiver, the second pick overall, because I want to get him this year again in yeah. drafts. And I was hoping because of the season that he kind of fall. Uh, the Cincinnati hype, but, dude, is, yeah. is a little bit loony. Um. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is going to be up in drafts. We know that. Surprising guy for me here, Cooper Cup, at the wide receiver position. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, when he was on the field, uh, he was targeted like nobody's freaking business. Um, it was basically the only guy Matt Stafford was going to throw to. Um, but yeah. now we know things have sol- you know kind of solidified. I haven't actually heard anything about Aaron Donald for uh, the Rams because he was talking about retirement. Yeah. But anyway... Um, we know the coach is coming back. So uh, with that being said, you know, Stafford's coming back. They'll probably try to solve some things in the off season. Um, like I'm nervous about Cooper cup. The, you know, he's going to get targeted and he's going to be good. And I think, you know, if he's the fourth or fifth wide receiver off the board, like I'm willing to take him because I know the volume that he's going to get. Yeah. But I'm kind of concerned about the injury that he sustained because that typically has some form of a drop off. Now, a drop off for what freaking Cooper Cup does on a regular basis would be a low end wide receiver one. So that's why I'd still be intrigued with taking him because I know he's going to be a wide receiver one at that point. Um, yep. But at four, no. Yeah, I, I get that completely. I I actually I'm OK with Cooper Cup just because of how ridiculous like not only how ridiculous he was, but just how much Stafford in particular targets him. Yeah. And knowing that Stafford's coming back, McVay is coming back, that that probably won't change. The injury and the age, though, is definitely something that is starting to, I guess, develop. Um, and four is pretty high. I agree. I agree with that. I, I don't like him at four. But I think I, he's still going to be like... It, if I had to bet, I would still assume that he's going to be a top five receiver. So I'm okay with him yeah. being like a first round pick. He'll probably end up being uh-huh. around, even in, in the underdog leagues where it's best ball, he'll probably fall into the conversation of like seven or eight. Yeah. First round. Yep. But I do um, think after seeing this, there, 
like if this is hardcore fantasy people, um, yeah, there's going to be loony bins who talk this up um, to a point where I could see Cooper Cup being a top five pick in drafts because people just are in love with this guy. Like yeah. even early this season, he won a lot of people games, and the only thing that stopped him was the injury. So, like I said, I think that there's like, I think people are crazy about Cooper Cup, and it could drive yep. the stock up a little bit. But we yep. could see, we'll see. And um, I told you about Travis Kelsey, bro. <laughs> Listen, I get it. I understand. We got it wrong last year. Where he was drafted was probably where he should have been drafted compared to you know the same guy at wide receiver. Uh huh. Um, what is it? What is he? 33, 34? Yeah, he's 33, I think. Like, what are we doing? Top five pick. Keep playing. Cr- keep, keep doing it. I, you know what? Last year, you think he's going to be, he's worth a top five pick? No way. No way. He would have, he would have to do what he did last year and probably even better to, mm-hmm. to be worth that pick. He would have to be like the wide receiver three at the end of the season. And I don't think he was – I think this past year, compared to wide receivers, I want to say he was five or maybe outside the top five. But, yeah, yeah he would have to have a ridiculous season. Ridiculous season. Like, historic season to be worth that pick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only other guy that I, I kind of wanted to hit on was Jonathan Taylor um, at pick 10. Yeah, that, I noticed that one too. It's... Um. So, like, if you're seeing running backs go this high, he's the third running back off the board. So um, his inconsistencies during the season didn't affect him, and then, you know, obviously he got hurt, so that obviously affected it. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I, like, I'd love to see him come back and be the player that we know he is, but, you know, running backs coming off those ACL injuries, they don't typically have a great season the year after. Did Taylor tear his ACL? I thought it was ACL, wasn't it? I don't think it. I mean, if it was, then. Hold on, let me. That's. He should not be going in the first round. Um. Okay. Ankle it's surgery. Ankle, ankle surgery. All right. Yeah. So, oh, that's. That's not, still. That's I mean, ankle either. surgery is. <laughs> that's not no, good either. Yeah, that's no joke. Uh, I, I mean, that's yeah. I, I think know. when the when the regs start coming in and um, drafting, I think Taylor will be pushed down boards. I don't think. Oh yeah, people who good. took Taylor first overall last year yeah. and got burned by him are probably so out on him. Yeah. So I, uh, I was yeah I I I was very kind of confused not confused but like interested to see him there at ten mm-hmm. in the third running back off the board. Um, but I do think it's because it's the crazy like probably dynasty people too we're drafting right now yeah. Um, oh, yeah and the crazy fancy people that have been watching jonathan taylor since he was in college mm-hmm. um but yeah i think one one more casual people come in i think taylor falls out um any more thoughts on the first the top t- 12 no it's just really receiver heavy but the order isn't like that cra- like the receiver order isn't really that crazy um, um chase yeah, yeah yeah jeff or jefferson chase cup Hill being four, I think, is kind of maybe high, but then mm-hmm. Diggs, Adams, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, like those are the top, right? Top guys. Okay, um, let's quickly. We are currently at sixteen minutes on the pod. Yeah. Um. So let's quickly run through uh, the next twelve, and then we can talk about the Super Bowl. 
Um, okay. Saquon Barkley was at 13 here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 14. Josh Allen, 15. Amon Ra, 16. Derrick Henry, 17. Jalen Hurts, 18. Um, Kenneth Walker, 19. Jalen Waddle, 20. 20. Um, Brees Hall, 21. Garrett Wilson, 22. Nick Chubb, 23. And T. Higgins at 24. First thing that pops out to me is three quarterbacks. Um, this yeah, guy, that's... this is not a two point. I mean, a six point touchdown for quarterbacks situation on underdog. This is also not um, super flex or anything like that. So seeing three quarterbacks go in the second round, very interesting. I don't think that's a trend that continues in, in regular no. redraft leagues. I think that's a little bit high. I do see maybe Mahomes going in the first round because of the season he had. Josh Allen would probably be like enter third round and Jalen Hurts would be right behind him. So um, I think these guys are actually going to be very close together in redraft, but I don't believe that they're going to be three quarterbacks going at 14, 15 and what is it? 18. Yeah. That's, yep. that's the second round picks for quarterbacks. Like if that happens, Holy crap, I'm sweating and, and getting excited. Yeah. I go quarterback. Oh yeah, no, there's no way. Go, I'll get all even the on good under, players. Even last year on underdog, there wasn't a quarterback. I don't think in the first yeah. round, right. and I I think Josh Allen went in the second round, mm-hmm. but then there was a little bit of a drop off, and then it was like Mahomes and Herbert, yeah, guys like that. So I don't think there's three. There's going to be three quarterbacks in the second round. I think it only ends up being Mahomes, maybe Allen too. Maybe it's Allen and Mahomes. And then Hertz is right behind those guys, but yeah, yeah, I, I, three quarterbacks second is wild. That will not happen in redraft. Yeah. Um. As for the other situations, like I kind of look at the running back position, like Barkley as the fourth running back off the board. I could definitely see that. Um, That's actually not bad value either. Derrick Henry, obviously, yeah, uh, a second round for these guys would be great. Uh, Derrick Henry, yeah. the fifth running back. Um, but interestingly enough, we have Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, yeah, that sixth and seventh running back. Um, well, I mean, those that's really interesting because Walker, I could kind of see, I think that's still a little high. I know we had him in our mock draft in the second round, but we also had way more running backs. I think he was probably like our RB, yeah. like 12 or something like that. But I, I could kind of see that Hall, though, like. He tore his ACL. Like, is he coming? Is he even going to play week one? Uh, Probably not. I would be really nervous if I'm drafting this early, like some psychopaths. Yeah. Um. No disrespect to you, I'm one of them. But (laughs) (laughs) if I potentially draft, I'm I'm staying away from Brees Hall, especially in like in in a best ball format. Yeah. Because, like, what if he has a setback and he's out the first like eight weeks of the season? Yeah. No, it's it's. It's tough. Like Walker, definitely seeing what he did last year on the back half. Yeah, I could def- see. He definitely could sneak up. Like we had him, what, late second? Um, yeah, I think late second. He yeah. could definitely sneak up into the the early second round, like last year we saw with Javante. Um, yeah. And so I, I think Kenneth Walker is good enough of a running back. I just don't think that he's going to end up going as the RB6 off the board. Like, I think you're going to see a bunch of other guys go ahead of him. Like right now, Josh Jacobs is is picked 25. That's great um, value, dude. And he's like three spots, four spots behind Kenneth Walker. So like, I don't think that's happening. I think Josh Jacobs is going to be way higher than that. Um, you know, so I just like Kenneth is going to be good, but I, don't, I think he's going to fall down spots. And then Brees, he's definitely going to slip. 
there's no way this holds. Like I could see him going yeah. off the board, you know, around like a Travis Etienne. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, I think he's gonna be a third round, and that's that's assuming that he's probably ready to go week one. <laughs> right. If he's not, he'll be a fourth or fifth round pick, which I think right. is a great steal, by the way. I like that. Yeah. Um. What about what about his his counterpart, Garrett Wilson? Yeah, I going ahead I just, of T. Higgins, I, <laughs> Devonta Smith, Debo. I mean, so I DJ. like Garrett Wilson. So I don't. I actually don't hate this. I'm surprised by it. I I was. Like I second round, hard, dude. I think he'll be end up being like a. Also depends on who they get at quarterback. Yeah, is going to play a factor, but I could see him going third round. I don't see him going ahead of T. Higgins though. That is surprising. Yeah. Um. All right. Any more thoughts on the third round? Uh, second round, I should say. Um. No, I think that's about it. What I think is interesting about this is because I I do think that like the running backs are going to shift to being back at the top. I think the wide receivers will probably shift to the second round. So, but just seeing where like, you know, um, we're looking at this on four for four.com on their underdog ADP and you can toggle it by position. Um, and just seeing where certain players go, like at the running back position, Brees Hall being the sixth, seventh running back off the board, Josh Jacobs being two spots behind him. Mondre's in the top 10 at running back. So, um, you know, just seeing where some of these guys end up falling, uh, is is very very intriguing and interesting. Like you see, you know Garrett Wilson ahead of T Higgins, Devonta Smith, Debo, DK Metcalf, all who I think had better seasons than him last year. Knowing that he doesn't have a quarterback right now, that kind of scares me. Like you're drafting best balls right now with Garrett Wilson in your lineup, not knowing who the quarterback's going to be. That's that's kind of crazy. Now, um, I, I don't think are there rookies in this. I don't believe so. Which is also going to change things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I wonder how that works, though. If you can't have, like... I don't know. You do best ball drafts without rookies, and... Yeah, and I don't then, know. And all of a sudden, the rookies come in. You just don't yeah. use them. Um, there might be rookies in there. I just don't know. I, I mean, me there's not at least in the first 100 picks. Uh, Jackson, Smith, and Jengba. Let's put him in. Nope, he's not in here. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Um, let's move on to the Super Bowl. Okay. Thoughts on the game? I hate it. <laughs> as a as a we've Pats said that fan, multiple times, but I I know, and people are like, you guys are just haters, and you're right. I am a, I am a hater. Uh, <laughs> the two teams I probably from each conference that I was like, I really hope they don't make it. Were the Eagles and Chiefs. So, uh, I and as both one seeds, right? Both the one seeds. Um. In each conference, so mm-hmm. a little disappointed in that, a little disappointed in the matchup, and I don't like the Eagles. Obviously, you know, left a bad taste in my mouth with the Patriots Super Bowl. I also I don't like the coach. Um, no disrespect to Eagles fans, but some of you are insane. Uh, so there's that, and then there's the no, Chiefs. No, 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 bro. All being the, the new Eagles dynasty. Fans. Yeah. Okay. I'll disrespect the Eagles fans, and then there's the Chiefs. And them being the new dynasty and the media darling and the Patrick Mahomes. It's not even like, like to me, I hate the media at the narrative of it because, you know, we're spending the whole week talking about Patrick Nick Mahomes. Nick Wright exists. Like, Nick Wright exists. Uh, the fact that he exists, period, is a problem. Um, that's harsh. 
<laughs> I'm sure he's a nice person. <laughs> Externally from his hot takes and his FS1 clickbait. Um, and he's a massive Chiefs fan, so that's... Yeah, so that doesn't help either. But the talk this week from just, you know, your run-of-the-mill reporters about how, you know, like I was listening to a podcast earlier today about, you know, they were talking about Patrick Mahomes and where he is in the pantheon of quarterbacks in history. And the dude has started what four seasons in the NFL. Yep. Um, maybe five. So no, I, he's, I think this is your six. Oh, this could be your six. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm happy about that. The faster we get through this, the better. It's your five or six. Uh, but anyway, so, but they were talking about where he is in the pantheon of quarterbacks and, you know, um, would you take him over X, Y, and Z? And to me, I'm like, uh, th- this one particular guy was like, if you just talk about like, if you take accolades out of it, obviously like guys like, you know, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, you know, among others collected accolades uh, that put them above Patrick Mahomes. Like if Mahomes, yeah. something were to happen to him and his career was just to be over now, he wouldn't even be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, just because, I mean, they might put him in on a pure. I line. mean, he might, he might, <laughs> um, but he's either, on the line though. He's on the line. So, but like, it, you know, he needs to play more and do more in order to get to that point um, of being one of the greatest quarterbacks. But you can, you can see it. Like you can see that he's up right. there with, with the best of all time. And this one guy said just talent wise and play style wise and like everything that he does, like, would you actually take Joe Montana over Patrick Mahomes? No. <laughs> you know, the only quarterback in NFL yeah, history I... that I would take over Patrick Mahomes would probably be Tom Brady. So like, but the, all this talk about like, Oh, you know, he wins the super bowl. Does this put him past Brady as the goat? And I'm like, no. he retired last week. Can you give him a minute? God, yeah. you freaking and idiot. No, I don't think it like it's Brady won seven. He won seven, seven super, super bowls. bowls. I keep, I you always like forget Montana. the box one. Joe Montana, Won four Super Bro, he Bowls. He went to seven he Super Bowls a, and he, he he went to ten Super Bowls and won seven. He has more I Super know. Bowl championships than any any team in the NFL. It's also like it's it's also hard to make this argument too because the NFL now and I've said this multiple times even on this show, but it's such an inflated era. Like the stats, right. the passing, right. the the rules in the in the rule book is so different than what it was even in like even honestly yeah. even like fifteen years ago. Like 2010, yeah, Brady, 2005, like that. Brady range, has essentially been years. successful through three eras of the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which yeah. exactly you. And, I don't. I don't know. It's Mahomes will need to do a lot more than where he's at now. Yeah. And it's not saying that he can't, and he clearly is on the right path. And talent wise, he's up there with anybody who's ever played. Yeah, but he needs to do more before you enter him in that conversation. Yeah, I just like, I know I, Dan Orlovsky. From oh ESPN. Oh boy. He had his top five quarterbacks of all time. He had Mahomes at like four. And I was like, or three or four. And I was like, dude, like. I know. I, 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 I look at it as the same way. Like, if his career were to you know, tragically not continue, um, yep. like, he wouldn't. Like, if you just ended his career now, he, he wouldn't. I don't know that he would make the haul. So, like, he does need to do more in terms of that. But, like, you just think about like Brady's career over overarching everything, right? Like he had a comeback down twenty eight to three with basically one quarter to go. Right? Yep. Sixteen minutes. Like that in and of itself is ridiculous. 
in everything that he has done in a Super Bowl, like the Eagles Super Bowl, the Patriots don't make stupid decisions defensively. He scored. He threw five. He threw the most passing yards in a Super in, in a Super Bowl ever, and I believe the most passing touchdowns in a Super Bowl ever in that one yeah. game. And he lost it, but like it's not not for lack of trying, you know. So I just think that whole argument is annoying. Like I said uh, at the start of one of these shows this week, I, the Kelsey brothers conversation has been really annoying. Um, I don't like either of these teams. I I I. I will. I, I like players on the on the Eagles. So like, I like AJ Brown. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Miles Sanders. Um, I like some of the guys on their defensive side. So like, I don't mind the players. I don't like their coach. I don't like their fan base. I normally would not root for the Eagles, um, unless I had a fantasy asset. What I will say is, I can't watch the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. And Patrick Mahomes' family celebrate a Super Bowl. Like, I just, it makes me vomit. They are such a cringy, like, ugh, like Mahomes, you know, great player. I don't want him to win because I want Brady to be the GOAT because I'm a Pats fan. But, um, like, outside of that, like, if he wins, like, he, he deserves it. Like, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, I just think yeah. the rest of them are a bunch of buffoons. And it's like the... You know, the, the whole, like, after the AFC championship game, like, the, the oh, stamp it, he's, you know, he's the greatest in the league, stamp it. I'm like, who, who said he wasn't? There was an argument there, about... There, oh, were, there if, were people going it was a, No, week. but it was a, if Joe Burrow takes down Patrick Mahomes in his house again, does that make Joe Burrow the best quarterback in the NFL? That discussion was happening, but no one said Joe Burrow was better than him. No one said that. Yeah. And it's like... We, what are we talking about, guys? Like, oh, yeah, everyone counted you out. There was a Chiefs fan that posted something online that said, no one thought we were going to even make the playoffs after Hill left. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Were you, are you stupid? Are you a brick? Show me the receipts of the people that said that. Makes me so sick. Like, they think they're underdogs. And I'm like, you might be slight underdogs in the Super Bowl, according to the betting odds. But there are a lot of people taking you this week. So don't give me that baloney about you guys being underdog. Like I just can't stand the Chiefs sometimes. I can't stand their fan base. I can't stand their no, I people on their team. It just makes me kind of like like it this is probably is how people felt back in the day after the I Patriots was just about to say it's hard for us to say all this as Patriots fans. They're two Super Bowls and then they went against the Panthers and like Rodney Harrison was running around and saying, You doubted us. And it's like, who doubted you? Who doubted you, Rodney? <laughs> or when they beat the Eagles, yeah. Or was that when yeah. they beat the Eagles? Yeah. I think yeah, that but was when they beat I'm the like, Eagles. it's just like like they cling on to stuff, and that's what makes great teams great. You know what I mean? You you find any ounce of motivation that you can get to win games, and but it's just annoying to listen to. And like just the way that Kelsey celebrates and the way that the Mahomes family deals with them, you know, just acts and behaves is so sickening. Like I can't. Ugh. So I will be rooting for the Eagles on Sunday. I, I'm I was I almost bought an AJ Brown jersey. There you go, bro. So anyway. I don't I don't know, man. I still haven't decided. I will say though, I bet on the I bet on the Chiefs. Okay. All right. Cool. No. I did bet on the Chiefs, so that gives away my pick. But okay. Uh, well, this is it's hard though because so so let me say you you're you're picking the Chiefs. Why? I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Why? I think there's two reasons. One, Patrick Mahomes is just. He he is entering that category in terms of like now that Brady's gone, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's hard to bet against the best quarterback in the NFL 
in big games. That's fair. Number two is the Eagles are a great team. They really are. They their roster is built really well. Their offensive they don't have many weaknesses. Mm-hmm. They they were what fifteen and two in the regular season. Yeah. They They're also had the easiest team. schedule. And if you look back at I think that's baloney. Played, you have to play who's in front of you. No, I know. I, I understand that. And it's not a knock against them. But are they going to be ready if they get punched in the mouth by a, an actual football team? That's a fair point. Because they, they've played from ahead basically the whole season. And they have The 49ers were supposed to do that. And they had a, what, Jack Johnson at the, whatever, whatever his name is. They didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. Then they played the Giants in the yeah. playoffs. Josh Johnson. They played the Cowboys once with Dak, once with or yeah, once yeah. with uh with Hertz, I mean, and once with Minshew. They lost that game with Minshew. Right. I don't know, like I I don't feel like they've been tested at least for a while. And I think that could mean they start off slow and I don't know if they can recover. Yeah, and I, I think there's also something to the first year like you know, first time at the Super yes. Bowl deal, yeah. and the Chiefs have been there. This is their third trip in five years. Like they know how to deal with it. Mahomes knows how to deal with it. That team is going to be ready, and the Eagles players are probably going to be like, "Holy crap, we're at the Super Bowl." There's, there are a couple like Jason Kelsey, and I think a couple players who have been there from before. That, yeah, from the yeah for the what is it? But there's not a lot. Most of that team is new. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Uh, so I think it's going to be... There is that part of it, um, which is that all of those aspects have made me hesitate in my pick a little bit. Um, yeah. But I'm taking the Eagles. No, I think that's... I think the Eagles have a better team. they got a better yes. roster. So that's like what I was top to say. bottom, yeah, the Eagles have a better team. Top to bottom, they have a better team. They have the better defense. They have the... Yep. I would say they probably have the better offense. They don't have the better quarterback. Definitely not the no. better quarterback, but they have the better offense. Their team is better. Better weapons. Better weapons. Better offensive line. Better offensive line. So the big thing about the Eagles is that when you get this far in the season, and this is why I'm taking the Eagles, when you get this far in the season, everything becomes about line play. Everything becomes yeah, about the defensive line and the offensive line and who can control the pace of the game and who can get to the quarterback and all of that, right? Chris Jones, great defensive lineman. He's only one guy for the Chiefs. The Eagles have three. Their defensive line is insane. And if you put your best defensive end, like somebody brought this up today, Mahomes' left ankle is the one he struggles with. When they were playing the the Bengals, when he had to make throws on his left leg, um, that's when he got all screwed up. He has an ankle injury, by the way. I'm not just saying this randomly. He can throw on any leg when he's healthy, but... Uh, when he had to throw on his left leg, it was um, bad. It did not look good. He struggled. And the problem is, is the Bengals couldn't get pressure on him because the offensive line of the, the Chiefs played really well. Um, so if the Eagles can control this game a little bit, get get Mahomes to run around a little bit and put pressure on that ankle, he is. I don't think he's going to play well. I, I think it's gonna it's going to hurt. And he's going to have to try to tough it out and push through it. But I, I think it's going to be too much for him to overcome personally. Um, remember he had that toe injury in the Bucks championship? Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. defensive line was getting to him to a point where he had to, like, dive sideways to make a throw. 
And I think <clears throat> I think that could be a similar situation for the Eagles in this game. Um, just based on the fact that their defensive line is really good, I think the offensive line for the Eagles is 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 better than the defensive line for the Chiefs. I think they're significantly better, like leaps and bounds better than the Bengals' offensive line. Are you saying I should uh, change my 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 bet? Um, well, it depends because everything you say makes sense, and I, I agree. Would take, with everything I, you I would say. take I would take the, the underdog in the game just because, like, yeah, the Chiefs know. are the underdogs. Yeah, so I so, I get like a plus. Like if you're betting, like plus I'm not telling you. I'm telling you who I think is gonna win. I'm not telling you to bet on the Eagles. I'm telling you who I think is gonna win. If you bet on the Chiefs and the Chiefs win, you win money. So that's the benefit right. of beating, betting on the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, so it's like I think all of those things come into account. I think they are the best team in the NFL this year. They should win if they don't get their freaking heads out of their own. I haven't heard a lot of trash talk this week, which is great. Um. The Eagles apparently it's get the really brotherly love fest. The uh, the Eagles fans get really pissed off, and the, the, I, I guess the team gets really pissed off too. And you start trash talking them, and they put the stupid. Uh, I guess there's a there's a record that if people put a a jersey of the opposing team on Rocky in Philadelphia, that the the Eagles end up winning that game. Um, so I was literally going to drive to Philly and put a Patrick Mahomes jersey on Rocky. <laughs> Pretend you're a Chiefs fan Pretend. to piss off Philadelphia. Yeah, to piss off Philadelphia. I was just gonna do it. All part but, of the master plan. Yeah. So I, I just, I think that there's, there's too much going on with the Chicago, uh, Chicago Bears. The too much going on with the Kansas City Chiefs in terms of injuries and all of that stuff. And like they barely, I think, looking back at the AFC Championship game, not to be long winded on this, but like when you watch that game, Joe Burrow had two shots to win the game and he didn't do it. And like, yeah. That that was the Bengals game to win. The more I get removed from that, I look at it like the Bengals yeah, should the, have won that. The more I game. think about it too, like this is kind of a, it's kind of also the Bengals' time to win. Like this was one of their chance, like best chances. Yeah. You got T. Higgins still. You got Jamar Chase. You yeah. got Burrow on the rookie deal. And you they have just, they a just defense that's decent. They just couldn't get those two drives to go. And I think if 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 Joe Burrow was able to score on those two drives in that game, they put the Chiefs away and they bury him. And I think yeah. that was it. Like I, at Mahomes, it, he was starting to show signs of. Oh, I wish the ba- I would actually have a real rooting interest if the Bengals made. Yeah, the Super I know. Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like I would be all in. I I convinced I can I uh, for you, Rick. I convinced Fred to buy a, a Bengals jersey with me. If they were oh, really? Yeah, the they white didn't, Bengal? They didn't make it, yeah. So but we would have been we would have been rocking out at the party with the Bengals. Oh my gosh, I know. But so but just from a pure football perspective, I think line play in the playoffs in the NFL yeah, is what wins football games, and I think the Eagles will end up controlling that aspect of the game. Um do I think the Chiefs can win? Of course. They I I would say my I think I give personally the Eagles about a fifty-five to sixty percent chance of winning the game, which is very close. So yeah, um, but it's it to me, if the Eagles show up, play football the way they know how to play football, they'll win. They'll win hundred percent, one thousand percent. It's all of the other stuff: the yep. Super Bowl <laughs> week, the everybody everybody or, gets fifteen tickets and they have to hand them out, and the parties. Yeah. And the and, well, thank God it's in Arizona; nothing happens there. But like. Either that or Mahomes has to like he has to have one of those games where he just okay. So I was gonna we, we four hundred yards, four touchdowns. We completely like just, run out of time because I said this was gonna be fifty minutes. But um, Patrick Mahomes, his stats in Super Bowls, um, are not good. 
Uh, no. The one that he played, I'm trying to pull up the numbers right now. So we he can did see play that. what the Bucks and 49ers. That's kind of the Bucks and 49ers. And now so the Eagles. That's let me pull. Let good. me pull up his numbers really quickly. Um, his game logs, playoff game logs. Where are we at? Postseason. Here we go. Um, he's never. Uh, did, I heard this stat this week too, which is crazy. He's he's never played played not one played in a road playoff game. Huh. What? That's he's never played. Oh my gosh! Uh, like so, we have a whole aspect to the Brady Mahomes thing. We have a whole aspect to Mahomes' career that we have not reached yet. Right? <laughs> like, can he win on the road? Anyway, um, and if the Patriots didn't, the year they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game to uh, go on and beat the Rams, I believe they choked against Miami in the last game of the season, which lost the bye. So we would have seen Mahomes in some. <laughs> Road playoff games then, but Miami screwed that. Anyway, yeah. so in the Super Bowl that he played against San Fran, he was 26 of 42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And I remember in that game, um, yards per attempt-wise in the rest of the playoffs, 9-8 that year, he had six yards per attempt in this game. Um, I remember in that game, he was not great. And San Francisco had the game in their hands and they choked it away. And Jimmy G couldn't throw it down the middle of the field on the final drive. Um, so he wasn't great in that game. And then he goes out against Tampa the following year, goes 26 of 49, 53% completion percentage, 270 Ugh. yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. That's awful. Yep. So, so far in Super Bowls, he is terrible. <laughs> like two yeah. touchdowns. I mean, the Bucks game. Two he... touchdowns, four interceptions. Up, I think around a fifty-seven percent completion percentage and four hundred yards altogether. That's in Super Bowls in three. There, there was a stat, and this is coming from this was coming from a Chiefs person. But in that Bucks game in particular, I think the Chiefs had like seven drops, and they were showing like some of the clips too, where Mahomes would like make two two guys like Levante David miss, yeah. like throw it sidearm 50 yards oh, down the field while I falling know. down right into like McCall Hudman's face mask. And but that was when it. they had all the players that could run around and do that. They don't, they have Travis yeah. Kelsey, but they don't have anything else outside of yeah. that. So yeah. Well, the, it depends like, could it, is Kadarius Tooney going to play and is he going to actually play instead of breaking instead of a, a, bone, a leg in yeah, the first quarter? Because I think yeah. he's a guy who could be capable of being like a real right. X factor for them. So, like I said, I, I I look at this situation. I'm not saying that Mahomes is not um, a good quarterback or he's not going to be a good quarterback in this game or, you know, that like I remember watching that Super Bowl against Tampa when they went up like 21 to nine or whatever. And I was like, this is not a big enough lead. And obviously Tampa continued to pour it on and Mahomes couldn't score and that kind of took it away. But like, you know, I we were watching that game together, Rick, and we were both like, no. Chiefs can come yep. back from anything. And so, like, you obviously know that there's that aspect of it. But, like, there's also a lot of things that, like, like we're all talking about how Andy Reid is this great coach. No, he just has a great quarterback. He's a good coach. Um, Andy Reid can come back and be stupid. In that Bengals game, he had called all his timeouts. No one talks about it because the Bengals couldn't score. But all that's of his true. timeouts were gone. That's true. He's not a great individual game manager when it comes down to one game. He finds ways to screw it up. Great coach. Sometimes kind of like he Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, up. actually. Kind of like Kyle Shanahan, yeah. So like like he's he, he's been to three Super Bowls, right? He's one and two. 
And the one He's game, been, uh, Shanahan puked on him, right? Uh, did he go to Force Awakens? No, oh, Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. No, I oh, are you talking about Reed? I was talking about Reed. Yeah, he went to only three. Yeah, he went the to Eagles one with the twice. Eagles. Yep, Eagles, and then the well, he Chiefs lost. Twice. This would be his fourth. I just mean on records wise, based on what he's done in the past. Did he go to two with the Eagles? No. Just no. Right. Yeah, you're right. So this so, this is his fourth. Yeah, this would be his fourth. But either way, I think it's going to be line play. I think the Eagles are a really really good football team. This is a good test for them if they're focused and they're ready to go and they play like they have in the whole postseason. They can beat the Chiefs. Mahomes is is hobbled. He's hurt, and he's their whole team. And if you get him out of the pocket and get him running around, there's only so much. There's so only so much longer he can last in the game. And it happened against Cincinnati when they started getting him running around. He couldn't do it any longer. It was just like he was getting stopped on drives and three and outs. And it's just like the ankle will come back to bite him. I don't think he wins the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be the Eagles. Unfortunately, we're. The the whole the whole country lost when these two teams got to the Super Bowl. So anyway, yeah. All right, dude. Are we good on the Super Bowl at least? Yeah. Yep. I think so. There you go. So there's some first real ADP. There's some Super Bowl talk. Next week, it's the dredge. We're into 2023 officially. We'll recap the Super Bowl a little bit, talk about whether it was a good game or not, all that good stuff. We got a lot of content coming at you in the next coming months. We'll talk about it then. Enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. See you later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.